1: and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we've been talking about dreams in May. And so, what comes after dreams? It's action. So, today we're going to be talking about going for it because, you know, what's the purpose of dreams if you don't turn them into reality? So, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I am the author of your goal guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. I'm a speaker and corporate consultant with a specialty in goal strategy for event attendees. So I am all about helping people figure out what they want and how to get it. And part of how you get it is by increasing your network, meeting new people, and of course, being out there in the social world. And so of course, because it doesn't matter what you do, if people don't know you exist, I have brought together some amazing social media powerhouses to chat with us today. We have Christian Karasevich, who is the uh, grand of Social chefs and also a content marketing manager for StreamYard, where we're broadcasting. I also have Samantha Kelly, AKA Tweeting Goddess. I was going to say, best username ever. Because it is. It is. And Thank and you. my dear friend, Vivica Von Rosen, LinkedIn expert, also a really good username, but sorry, goddess. You couldn't get LinkedIn goddess? Come on, Viv. I, well, I wasn't
2: thinking that far. And at the time, there was a limit to the characters you could get used. I just squeaked in with LinkedIn expert.
1: So, <laughs> we, so we have tweeting goddess, LinkedIn goddess, and StreamYard. Grand, oh live stream Graham Pupa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that that is to be a Twitter username, right? <laughs>
1: if it I like it. Quick, quick grab it. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for joining me. I am going to let you all introduce yourselves, um, and then we could jump into the fun. And like I said before, in May, my theme was dreams. May your dreams come true. I know corny, but totally on brand for me. <laughs> and what happens after you dream you need to go to action and I know everybody's kind of I think antsy is an understatement to like reclaim their lives and and do what they need to do to turn their dreams into reality so that is why we are here and like I said I'm like the a-team of social so Sam let's start with you why don't you share who you are why you're here and anything else that you think is super important how's that
3: Yeah, thank you. And thanks for the opportunity. And It's great to be here uh, with uh, Christian and Vivica as well. Um, And everybody watching, thank you so much. Um, I'm Samantha. I'm Irish, obviously. Um, I live in Ireland and I am the tweeting goddess, which is my username, but only because my first company was called Funky Goddess. And so that's where the goddess thing came from. Um, I'm also the founder of the Women's Inspire Network because even before the pandemic, I found it really isolating working from home online and I decided I can't be the only woman out there that's actually sitting at home um, working online so I created the Women's Inspire Network and now it's a global network with women all over the world and um, I, I I charge a, a fee every month and people don't mind paying for something if they're getting value um, so really it's, it's just amazing to see how the pandemic actually helped people go online because we were already doing it so I was kind of ahead and like a lot of the leaders like Vivica and people like that like us that like we were ahead of the game already thank goodness when the pandemic is but um, you know really I'm just happy to be here and if I can add any value um yeah I'm delighted to be here thank you.
1: Well um I'm thrilled you're here for a bunch of reasons, but including the fact that you and I have never had a face-to-face conversation. We've known each other for for years, you know, mm-hmm. from social media marketing world land, and we've been on some clubhouses together. So I'm glad we could keep you up late so you could come <laughs> play with us today. And so I... Chris, Christian, welcome. Great to see you. Thanks, Thanks for jumping in and joining us. Yeah. Why don't you share who you are, why you're here, and whatever else?
0: Sure. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm the content marketing manager over at StreamYard. And in addition to that, let's see, I also uh, I also run uh, Social Chatter, longest running social media marketing news talk show. Um, I also run a podcast all about live streaming uh, called Launch Your Live, where we basically interview guests about, you know, they're in the live streaming industry. We talk about strategy and tactics and Pretty much everything you think of with live streaming, um, and I think we're actually going to talk about live stream today, right, Deb?
1: Oh, we are because yeah. this is like I said. I, I was thinking, who could I bring together to talk about best amplifying who you are? And we've got Twitter covered, we've got LinkedIn covered, and streaming, which kind of it
0: fits, fits well with like goal everywhere. Yeah. So
1: so wonderful. Well, great to see you. Thank you for joining us, Viv. Yeah. Oh, nice to see you. I feel like I only get to talk to you like when you're on my show. I I know know that's not true.
2: No, it's pretty much because I owe you a phone call and I totally spaced it. So I apologize, but at least we got to connect and I will call you tomorrow. We'll talk tomorrow. It sounds fair.
1: Oops. Well, and now we get to talk and other people get to listen. So why don't you tell people who you are? Sure. Like they they don't know. know.
2: I got the handle at LinkedIn expert, so I had to become one. Interestingly enough, though, the, um, for the first time in seventeen years, I'm we're making a switch. The whole company's making a switch. So while you know, when we created Vangrasso, I moved from my entrepreneur, solopreneur consulting gig to more of a training company focused on sales leaders and sales professionals. We're we're like transitioning a little bit into the SaaS world, so. Um not that we're not going to be doing training we're going to be doing that too but it's really interesting so I'm I'm not now I'm going LinkedIn expert like I hate to give up that handle on the other hand I can get my name maybe so <laughs> it's it's interesting it's it's a good time for this live
1: you know I'm like five different twitter handles <laughs> I have I have my name because people kept tweeting at my name. So I figured yep. I should have that. Yeah. Uh, the dev method, obviously goal setting simplified right on online, which most people still know me from because that's my community. And then I've got one for goal chat. Wait, was that only four? I should have started. Anyway, I say multiple Twitter handles. That's
2: great for Twitter, but LinkedIn, you get one. Yep. Mm. Unless you're yep. doing your company page. I mean, so. You know, but but as for my personal profile, like it's going to be it's going to be freaking traumatic. I'm going to be like, oh, my, you know, when I let go of LinkedIn expert, that's going to be really traumatic. And my competitors are going to be like,
3: actually, do you know what you could do? You Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. Or sell it but anyway <laughs> definitely keep it definitely keep it but you know i i mm. wouldn't change it i mean you're known as that and then just put um your name on top and then you know now moving into sass or something you know yeah, on the yeah. top part yeah i would
0: and well and the hardest part about all that is you know it's like you you can't set up redirects as well on social i know so if you do give it up to somebody then anything yeah. else that has previously linked to that it's going to be broken True so. sure enough, mm-hmm. Sure mm-hmm. enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I'd reconsider first. <laughs> so,
1: Gold Chat Live, not just giving you information, Any but strategy. solving the problems of yeah. each other. <laughs> I love it. So, so we're living in, in the other thing that you all have in common, which, which Sam referenced, is we were all living in this world before it was forced upon yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. and even now when things are becoming more live and hybrid it's still really important to maintain that social presence but oh my goodness the noise the noise so what what can people do that's really easy to just stand out from the crowd i know we'll we'll, we'll start with the easy question <laughs> uh sam
3: what do you think oh well <laughs> Look, it's it, nothing is easy when you actually, you know, it's not easy. It's about really knowing your audience and knowing um, what it is you want to portray. Uh, it's about fine tuning your making sure you have the right Twitter headshot, for example. Oh, my God, how many people don't have headshots still? You know, a link, as the LinkedIn expert, I'm sure will agree, there's yeah. nothing as cool as a really good professional headshot. So go get the professional headshot. Go get the proper images. You know, um, make sure that everything is going to... If you want to stand out, I'll tell you how to stand out. Be kind. Don't bitch about others. Stay away from controversy. And just keep being the best at what you do. Keep learning and keep sharing knowledge and adding value and you will stand out from the rest.
1: I love that you said be kind Mm -hmm. because I think, I mean, I know you all don't forget, but I think people forget that Mm. so much. It's like, first of all, anything you put out in the world is there forever, which people who don't realize that, i
3: don't get but it's
2: it's very like doing to others right yeah 100
3: look i think the pandemic i think i actually thought things were turning around and then this war happened you know yeah. but i mean you know i'm not going to get into that but like you know i i think the things that stood out during the pandemic were people like us who were still there still mm-hmm. present helping others helping them get online you know that's i didn't go anywhere I actually started reaching out and helping people who needed to do what they needed to do to to keep in business. Some people couldn't. One lady, she's yeah. a dancewear shop here. One of my members, a dancewear shop. And she was like, what, what am I going to do? She is flying it on social media. She's even on TikTok now. And she was barely on Twitter and she's doing videos and she's showing the, the little outfits. She's shown the, the ballet shoes. She's selling, she's selling from social media because people know, like and trust her now because they kind of helped. She helped people through the pandemic, you know? So kindness is huge. People will always remember that.
2: Yeah. 100%.
3: I love that you said that,
2: you know, and and it was, I I was so 100% with you, Sam, it would, I mean, the pandemic was the first time that everybody in the world was experiencing the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were all experiencing the exact same thing. And I thought this is the moment where human compassion and empathy and, and something is going to happen on a metaphysical level and we're all going to get aligned. that didn't happen. But, (laughs) uh, but for some people, at least, you know, it, 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 it was an opportunity to take, to take their message and their lessons and their business to the next level. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that some companies were able to do that. And it's, it's just sad that, you know, not only did the, the the world have to go through what it went through, but it didn't
3: stick. (laughs) Mm. Mm. I don't think there is more of an awareness about the power of good on social media. I do I do see that I do see that like yeah. even on TikTok videos you know kindness paying it forward all that kind of so I see that happening yeah you know? um and I do feel that you know the the people like one of my clients um she's a music school and mm. my daughter my daughter is deaf actually she's two hearing aids mm. and she always wanted to play the violin and, I, and if I was going to send her to any school it would have been this lady's school but she's yeah. two and a half hours away yeah. well guess what I helped her to pivot the music lessons online. And my daughter oh, yeah, does violin right. down see. here every week now. So awesome. things like that were, were really cool.
1: Yeah. I, I love that. That's like bonus benefit. And, and we actually did paying it forward. That was last week's topic because part of dreams is helping others realize their dreams. And that yeah. so fits into that. Um, so Viv, well, I know you've got like a million answers to this question, but Keep it to two or three or twelve. Um, what can people do to stand out?
2: Yeah, I think you know with LinkedIn, the problem is everyone thinks if their LinkedIn profile is a resume, um, and that's so two thousand and eight. So it's really about, to Samantha's point, you've got to focus on your audience. Like, what's in it for them? Why should they take the time to never mind read through your profile? Like, just stop scrolling. You uh, what what in what can you do to address their concerns, to address their desires, to address their needs? And how can you do that on your profile in a way that, that does stop the scrolling that gets them, you know, reading. And the first thing is just don't talk about yourself being a quote, unquote sales guy, you know, really focus (laughs) on your, on your buyer. I know that guy. (laughs) I know we all know that guy worked with that guy for a while. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, how can I help you? And, and I love that Samantha. I mean, I quote Bob Berg all the freaking time, every single live podcast article, anything, training, teaching, speaking gig. I do all things being equal. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. And Bob was one of my first mentors who got me into social media back in 2005, 2006 ish. So, it's I mean it it is still about that KLT factor and, mm. and really to get people to know like and trust you, it's it, we gotta tune into WIFM, right? What's in it for me? And and that's what it that's
0: <laughs> that was good, by the way. Very good. I like that. That was good uh, a radio <laughs> station plugged there. Nice. <laughs>
1: I have never heard that reference either. That's horrible. Really? Okay. Yeah. That also is probably
2: 2008, but nonetheless, (laughs) it's also in my book, so I need to bring it up to stay relevant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, whenever I'm tweaking my LinkedIn profile, I do hear you in my head. You're welcome. Well, so, well, you know, for me, I'm all about goal setting simplified, but what I've been focusing on, which you know, is goal strategy for event attendees, because there is such a flood of live and online. And what I do just brings to the forefront, you know, what do you hope to get out of whatever event, so you could do more of what you do better. So um, I don't know if you've been watching me, but New headline, new cover image. So I'm I I listening you <laughs> to it, it. It's really all about putting your best foot forward, but it still gets boring. Always being putting your best foot forward, waiting for the universe to catch up with you. <laughs> mm. This is true. Yes, no, maybe. What do you think, uh, Christian?
0: That is very true. Yes, it can get very monotonous at times, just doing the same thing. Um, I, th- I think part of it though is like, so you can, I was going to say this, like you should get on a path. So, you know, everybody going back to 2005 social, this is like the 2005 social club pretty much. I right? Um, So, you know, everybody was always told like, Hey, get on social media. And then what they do, they got on all these accounts. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that was that people can't keep up with all, like meaning the person running the accounts cannot keep up with all those accounts. And so then what happens is we get, I say we get lazy. We just throw something out there on those channels. And that's irregardless of the fact that that's actually where our audience is or is not at. So if our Mm. audience is not there, we're still doing it, uh, hoping that like, oh, you know what? Oh, somebody said I should be on Twitter. Well, I'll keep doing that, you know? (laughs) And um, so awesome. You know, you should probably hashtag that actually. I love Um, it. So I would say this um, in terms of uh, just like social in general. I mean, it's, you know, knowing your audience. So knowing where they spend the most time at. And then in terms of determining like what platform to be on, I mean, there's, there's tons of platforms out there. And I would say pick one that you want to get really good at, get really, really good at it. And then as your start, as you're like, you know what? Uh, I can do this in my sleep, mm-hmm. tack on another one, try something else at the same time. You don't have to put a hundred percent energy into both of the channels. Yeah. You know, you put, you put it into one and then you use that other one to kind of figure out, okay, well, you know, it's not an extra, not a lot of heavy lifting. For example, we talk live streaming and podcasting. You can do both of those at the same time. It's about having a one system that you set up, and then now you're able to do two different things and then you're able to measure. For example, if you're like, well, should I do podcasting? Should I do Twitter spaces? You can test either one and see what's gonna work and then determine which one you stick with. And they both, they do take work and they take Mm -hmm. time to really get hold of things. And some people, you know, how do they get things to take hold faster? They network with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, they they don't just like run into the wall and run into the wall and run into the wall and think, okay, one day I'm gonna break through that (laughs) wall. You are gonna break through the wall, but the easier way is gonna be to work with other people.
1: So what you're saying is stop running full force into walls.
0: Yes, basically. Yeah. So that's yeah. excellent
1: advice. <laughs> I think so. And and fewer injuries. Right? I'm cracking up because
2: we're doing a social experiment, pun intended. Um, and they put me on, they meaning my company, uh, put me on TikTok. And it's hilarious because um, first of all, I'm so, like not a TikTok person. And I have a whole hundred after... Almost two months. I have a whole hundred and twenty-six followers, <laughs> and you know, but but whatever. Um, it's 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 interesting, and and Christian's smacked at one hundred percent accurate. Like know where your audience is, and mm. get really 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 good at that channel. And you know, if Clubhouse comes around and it ends up being good for you, do it. If TikTok comes around and it ends up being good for you, good do it. But you've got to have. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever it is, you've got to have that root system that will hold you firm. So as you branch out to all this other things, you're not just going to blow over and blow away.
0: That's a good mm. analogy, by the way. I like the the tree. I, know it's I mean, that's, that's good. good?
3: <laughs> that's
0: really good. So
1: no one wants anybody blowing away. No, but the, the other part of it too, though, is you do want to have your branded self Everywhere, right? But it's just a matter of where you're spending your time and attention, or no? You're I making faces, so, at- Sydney. Yeah, I don't think you can keep
2: everything alive and well fed.
0: Mm-hmm. Go with you a know. planting analogy. I agreed, 100% agree. <laughs> you know, you need to, um, you should claim your places, so mm, claim your yeah, platforms. Yeah. So no one you know, else can get it. Yeah. And there I think there's actually a couple of tools that will let you kind of check across all of the social platforms so you can claim the right username. But, you know, don't, don't think like, Oh, well, I'm going to join seven social networks or however many there are. And then I'm going to start using all of these. No, it's not going to, yeah. you're going to mm-hmm. be like, you're going to burn out. Like it's good at first. You're like, Oh man, this is really hard. Yeah. And then you're just going to totally burn out because you're like, well, I'm not getting anything from this. So exactly. there's better ways to use your time.
3: Mm, yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, you know, it's really my audience, like, you know, on Twitter, they're mostly on Twitter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I use I use the other platforms slightly different, like, you know, and I'm kind of it's important for me to understand the other platforms, even mm-hmm. if I don't use them. It's important for me to understand just for clients or, you know, just because, you know, if someone hires me, you know, to do a digital, digital strategy or something, I need to know how these other platforms work as well. So I'm always yeah. learning, always learning. Um, My my least favorite platform is probably Facebook. However, my Women's Inspire Network group is a Facebook group you know and it's very engaged so mm-hmm. but now i'm um actually working with we do which is a, a an app for freelancers that's coming out very soon and that will have another strand where you can actually create communities in there and then twitter has communities as well mm-hmm. but yeah you know there are things coming out and there's always going to be that new thing that new thing like twitter spaces is, is yeah. something i do do a lot of uh, but it's a bit glitchy this week clubhouse mm-hmm. isn't as glitchy again it's different kind of audience so it really is about where where your power is but also where your like where your audience are yeah. and, and where you're g- getting sales from at the end of the yeah, day at the company. end of the day yeah. You have to track and see, well, I remember if I find out like, well, actually most of the people booking my workshop are actually on Twitter, which is strange because they already know Twitter, but yet they're going to learn more about Twitter, you know? So mm-hmm. it's funny. I don't get any from Facebook. It's it's weird. You
0: know? Well, and I'd also want to add to this, you know, it's the fact that just because you're on these platforms and you post like for a group, it works pretty well, uh, mm-hmm. but for pages mm-hmm. or things like that, I mean, you're always, yeah, a, you're always fighting the algorithm. Yeah. And so. You know, a one, I think misnomer, a lot of people always think is they can just post and everybody's going to see it. Hey, I've got, a, I've got a hundred followers <laughs> yeah. and all hundred people are going to see it. It's like, no, they're not. No. No. You make it a very small fraction of that yeah. seeing it. And so, you know, you really have to like, really go back to dialing in, you know, where's mm-hmm. your audience at? And for yeah. example, it could be a Facebook group. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean it has to be public. It means you have to do a little more. I mean, it could be yeah. public group, but it means you have to do a little more work to get people there. But that's where like having a website or, you know, having a podcast or a live stream, you know, or promoting it on your LinkedIn profile, you know, doing those things to drive them back to that. You know, that's what you really need to be focusing on instead of, Hey, I'm going to put it out there in the social platform. Oh, they're going to do all the promotion for me. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. They, they don't, they don't, they're not gonna do it. There's only so much space.
3: But I do feel community is so important because when you have a community, it does give you power and, Mm -hmm. you know, it it does give you a certain amount of, you know, like I'd have brands coming that want to get in front of my community, for example, you know, because we do weekly webinars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I know that for me, the community piece is, is so important. And I think more now, more than ever like and i know that during the pandemic like like our membership went up 28 percent because people all the other networks were they weren't meeting up and people were like what do we do now like and they were lost and they still we need that human connection we need that um each other at the end of the day it's like it still is community is so important so if you can build a community around your brand if you can build a community around your 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 Audience, I actually call—I don't even call them my audience. I call them like my my community, really, yeah. Um, Because they're the ones—they're your biggest brand advocates. It's that no like and trust factor, and people buy from people. So it doesn't matter what company you're in. I'm going to go and if if Vivica, you know, I'm going to go to that company because of Vivica, not because of the company necessarily. There are other companies I can go to that do the same thing. I'm just as an example, like you know,
1: (laughs) yeah. No one does the the question. question. (laughs) So how do you get started developing community? I mean, and, and this is, it sounds kind of silly. How do you develop a community? But really, it's, it's, my start was real live people community. That's where Right On got started because we met. I think it was once a month, twice a month, um, and it was writer support group. Now it's for writers, creatives, and entrepreneurs—just people to share what they're working on and uh, say what they're doing, share their wins, goals, and and build community. Which is, I'm a huge advocate for it, but it doesn't—I don't know that it comes naturally to everybody. So, what what kind of tips can you share about developing a community, especially for people who are like? Okay, great. Love that idea. So, uh, Christian,
0: I think one way you could do that is to start a generic group. So, sorry, a broad brushstrokes. Let's take broad brushstrokes yeah. here. So, for example, you know, you start a very broad brushstroke group. Let's just use social media as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do one that is like, you know, social media tips and tricks. I don't know. That could be what it was. And the thing is, you kind of oversee it, but then you know, part that that we're going to get the most value out of is going to be having all those members and allowing them the ability to share their information freely with your guests. And no one's going to be beating the drum louder than, I mean, they may be posting more than someone else. Um, Mm. however, what is going to probably come out of that is, you know, people are going to see that and they're going to say, well, you know, Hey, Vivica, she really shares some really, like she doesn't have to go in there and say, Hey, go check out my website or Hey, uh, let me show you, you know, there's a LinkedIn message you always get, you know, I can show you how to make six figures and whatever. Right. Yeah. So instead she's going to go in there and she's going to share, you know, honest, truthful information without, you know, trying, you know, she's not like, oh, well go check out my website. This is where the information is. She's giving it away, giving her best mm-hmm. information away. And that's going to be a way for people to then say, well, you know what? Every time somebody has a LinkedIn question, she becomes the go-to expert in that group, for example. And for Samantha, the same thing, for example, you know, if it's Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. your area of expertise is, yeah. you know, and that's going to be a good way to, I think, to build, start to build some community, find an area where you're really passionate about it and just go all in and start helping people.
2: And get the Twitter handle. No, but, <laughs> but I mean, you know, 100%, you, you, you've got to be that trusted SME, that, that subject matter expert mm-hmm. that's always giving, always giving. And, and I know we all say this and we've all said it for the past 15 to 17 years, but
0: <laughs> I know, right? it's gotten up there.
2: <laughs> oh my God. But it's, uh, you know, but it, we say it because it's true, and and there's so many people who try to do the shortcuts. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to very briefly jump on my soapbox, but oh my god, stop with the automation on LinkedIn, like mm-hmm. seriously. <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> and Twitter, and all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. The last time I was on Twitter. Sorry, but um, uh, it was
3: May actually. I was just yeah, was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be able to bleep that with my uh, my uh, mixer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oops! But I, I, and I don't know when the last time I went into my DMs was. Yeah, I mean, honestly, because it's just,
0: uh, yeah. There's no, <laughs> there's no value. Here's the thing: for the most yeah. part, there's no value there. Yeah, I will say I got a little bit of value the other day. I had an image that I had been sharing in a tweet, and it was, uh, it was actually an old image. And and I gotta say, it was really nice. The company actually sent me an updated image and said, "Hey, right. we no longer use that. Here's the image." And I said, "Thanks, you." took me two seconds to change. And, you know, right there, I've started able, I, I then, that was actually some of the first contact I've actually had with somebody at that company. And so now I've started to, you know, I'm able to then potentially build that into something else if there's value there.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But you're right. Yeah. For the most part, there's not a lot in the DMs.
3: Yeah. I think that that, that you were asking about tips for, for building the community. The, the biggest thing you can do is engage. You know, my first Twitter account that I managed, and um, their clicks to sale went up 15%. And so the head office hotel, the head office of the hotels called them and said, well, how come your clicks to sale have gone up 15%? And they were like, oh, Samantha's running the account. So she asked me, what was it that you did? And all I did was I went back to the notifications and I went back to the people they they'd already been to the hotel before Mm -hmm. and I just said hiya Mary how are you and Mary was like oh Jesus the hotel's talking to me (laughs) you know and then she started having a conversation telling me about the cake sale that they had and it was lovely and oh gosh you know what I'd love another visit down there I'm due a visit and then I said well here we have some special deals at the moment and bam she booked and that was just engaging and having a conversation with with Mm -hmm. customers and Bigger brands don't do that enough. They don't actually engage. Yeah, they're yeah, just, you know, all putting the sales, stuff the out, you know, and they forget that. Like, I often see, I don't know if you see this sometimes, um, you know, a, an account with 000, a hundred thousand, a brand with a hundred thousand followers and they're only following like 1,500. You see, yeah. I... I would recommend following some of those people back because they're your biggest brand advocates and it yeah. makes them feel special like if if oh my God, they followed me, you know yeah. um, so it's always about how you make people feel, and that builds community. Be kind, be good to people, help them with a retweet. I have Twitter lists, Twitter lists are great mm-hmm. for that, and you can just make lists of people that you want to kind of keep an eye on or you might be in, you know might be a potential customer or might be potential something. I have one called social media and and tea where the, I want to have a cup of tea with this person someday. Yeah. And, you know, and, and they yeah, like, like being added to these little quirky lists as well. Like I have one yeah. called cool people who doesn't want to, you know? Yeah. So it's just stuff like that, you know,
0: and yeah. Twitter lists are an underutilized feature. I mean, they a lot are. of people, they, you, a lot of people never use them. You know, and, and it, you have to be sort of strategic about how you set them up. I mean, but I do the, for my show social chatter, I do, I have a couple of Twitter lists. I have one for all of our guests that we have on. I have one for, you know, certain resources that we, we always want to be able to get that information. You know, I have another one for people that I may want to have on the show, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and basically, you know, you don't have to set up a hundred buckets, just Mm -hmm. set up a couple and bounce between them. And And we're so
2: sales focused. I mean, Twitter lists are, are, are prospecting gold if yeah. you know how to mind them correctly. Yes. You know? And I,
3: yeah, and that has happened for me. Yeah. I had someone on a Twitter list and they were a CEO of a company and um, kept, you know, checking in yeah. on them, you know, and then, one day he DM me and said, oh, I like your content. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. So he had, you know, and then he left that company, but I still needed my sponsor for my conference. So I said, look, you know, I know you're not the CEO of this company anymore, but could you introduce me to the right person? And it wasn't strange for me to DM him because we'd already built a relationship. So he was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) And so he introduced me to the right person that was worth 5,000 euros you know, that, yeah. put that person on that list. That's, a, you, know? you know, I always said, like, even from the beginning of time,
2: social media might give you a false sense of familiarity, but it doesn't matter as long as it's giving you a sense of familiarity, either, either coming or going inbound or outbound, like outbound, yeah. you know, I feel like I know you, so I'm more comfortable reaching out. Whereas yeah. if I didn't feel like I know, knew you, mm-hmm. you know, I, a, I might not do it. And Be if I didn't. "Uh, Hi, Samantha. I'm like a huge, raging fan. Want to connect? You know, like you don't want that kind of energy when you're reaching out. Okay, don't call me like that. (laughs) That would be super creepy. Um, But also inbound. You know, it's Mm. it's it's people get to feel like they know you, which which can backfire sometimes.
3: Well, sometimes (laughs) people. If if I do engage with them, they go, "My, I, I can't believe you even remember me." You know, right. they would say that like, but I, if I'm yeah. at social media marketing world, I will add people to a Twitter list. Yeah. I have a Twitter list of not nice people as well. Yeah. Like a private list. So I won't say no, what no, I call that list, but there is a list there and you don't want to be on that list.
0: So it's not the cool kids list, right? <laughs> no, it's
3: not the cool kids. It's the ones that Assholes think they're the cool don't I was going to say that. That's what it is. So you're like, Santa, you know who's benign yeah. and who is nice. and yeah. There's yeah, and I have one called danger, which would be as a woman, you know, certain guys or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, danger, like, you know, and yeah. then, you know, but I mean, it's important. Now, I do have a media list and the media list is really gold. OK, mm-hmm. so I've built that up over the years through the journal request hashtag. And sometimes a nice little tip that people could take away today is if you go to the yeah. journal request hashtag, sometimes they're looking for experts to, to give uh, commentary and stuff. Yeah. And one of my um, members, um, I told her about the journal request. She replied to a journal request in December and she was featured in Forbes two weeks ago you know and 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 all she did was answer a journal request so i have a list of all the people that use that and i go in and i check and see how they're getting on and sometimes i retweet them because even if i can't help them i might know someone who can and that's helping the journalist which is helping someone in your network as well but the journalist trust me that journalist is going to remember you for helping them you know yeah
0: and you know and i think at the same time um You know, you're mentioning like getting on something like that. I would also, you know, I'd say if somebody asks you to be on a live stream or to help, you know, chances, let's say live stream or podcast, you know, if it, and the key thing is don't just take every opportunity that's out there, you know, Mm -hmm. if it fits, you know, and like, you know, maybe it's not like, oh, it's maybe it's not Forbes, for example, maybe it's something, you know, step down, you know, at least, and you've never really done it before. Hey, it's, it's a good, you know, you got to start that first step. And so you take that first step. And then that may parlay into other opportunities, you know, again, it comes back to exactly what you were talking about, which is it's all about networking. You know, it's like, Hey, I want to have guests on my show. I don't just have, like, I have a form and every, every single person who fills out that form, we ask them if they have a guest, if they they can recommend any other guests. And sometimes they'll give us the exact same person we've already had on other times we'll learn about someone else that we've never, you know, that that was not on our radar.
3: That's nice actually. That's nice, isn't it? And th- th- that that form—that's a good idea, actually. But just just a word of caution as well, though. I remember a, a few students would contact me, and they'd mm-hmm. you know say, "Look, you know, I'm doing a thesis, or I'm doing something in college." You <laughs> know, mm-hmm. and I do, and I I know I I normally do say yes, and I give them a chance. I'll tell you why, because once I did it, and the girl then re- referred me to her father, yeah. who needed social media help. So I still like I mm-hmm. got actually a lot of work from it but that was because I helped his daughter you know
0: yeah Yeah.
3: so it goes back to the be kind thing I mean thing
1: if that's all people take away from this conversation and I'm sure they'll take away way more than that but to be kind to be helpful to interact and there are different ways to interact I I love the list and always if someone comments on something comment back always reply. I know we were talking about DMs and utilizing the Twitter list. They have, so what is the LinkedIn equivalent to that kind of engagement? Um,
2: yeah, I wish. So, you know, LinkedIn... Yeah. God bless LinkedIn. Um, we do have lists in sales navigator, but of course you're only allowed to share them within your sales navigator team. So that doesn't really count. We've got hashtags, but they never quite figured that one out either, but you, you can, you can follow hashtags on LinkedIn. Although that's been a little bit hinky lately too. Um, you know, you can create little groups of people sharing pods where you can share content with each other, but now LinkedIn's cracking down on that. Yep. Uh, you know, they're really Okay, okay.
1: This- so so now we know all the things you can't use LinkedIn for. So that was really yeah. helpful.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're really there, there there comes a time when you do need okay. other socials in order to have some of those conversations, which is not say we don't, I don't, you know, I don't have pods of like my women in sales pods and my, you know, my B2B marketing pods, but yeah, it's not as, it's not as nimble as, as Twitter is for sure, you know? Mm. And, and know. oh my God, don't even get me started on LinkedIn groups. Like what a wasted opportunity. What
3: the hell? I know, I hold know. On, hold on. that you, was my next question,
0: but oh, you Chris. all know LinkedIn is always behind on things. <laughs> so uh, pretty far behind and maybe they'll, maybe they'll come back and uh, make groups relevant again.
2: You know they keep trying like every 4 or 5 years they're like okay let's give groups a whirl again they've made it so hard i get why they knocked it down the first time cuz they were just these huge spam fests mm-hmm. but rather than making it easier for the moderator to you know block certain people and 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 moderate they made it any benefit of having a group they kind of got rid of um, so now it's really hard for the moderator. There's not a lot of positivity out of it that can get out of it. and And the notifications, which let's face it, like groups are going to live and die depending on notifications. They only work half the time, if yeah. that often. So even if you moderate a good group, you have to literally go into your group and scroll in order to see if it's even being active or not. Unless, mm. you know, that day, LinkedIn's like, okay, we'll notify you. We'll notify yeah. <laughs> today. I mean, back in the day, my LinkedIn experts group was on G+. And then Andy mm. took it over. Andy Foote took it over because I just didn't have time and moved it into Facebook. Because, mm. you know, we, we couldn't have our LinkedIn. We couldn't name our LinkedIn experts group LinkedIn experts, number one. Mm. Uh, Can't use the word LinkedIn in a group, or at least couldn't then. And 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 we literally had to take it to a different forum because it LinkedIn groups sucked.
0: So you should explain. I think you should explain G plus to a lot of people.
2: Oh yeah, so G plus, Google's, and it wasn't really good for. G plus had so many good ideas when Mm -hmm. it started, but but again, they
0: all about action and execution.
3: Exactly. So. I could have been amazing, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. Yeah. I see Jennifer has commented. LinkedIn has so, hi, Jennifer. Hi LinkedIn Jennifer. has so much potential to be an engaged community. They're so close, mm-hmm. but not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder will the it, social audio help.
2: Yeah. I wonder, I wouldn't know cause I won't get it, but, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say anything. Well, and because I've got a fair amount of followers on LinkedIn. well, I got more on Twitter though. Um, I, I you know my engagement on LinkedIn is pretty good. It's not as good as it should be for the number of followers I have, but it's pretty good. But then I go I have 126 followers on TikTok y'all. So, <laughs> but I'll share something on TikTok and it'll get 4 5 600 views. Mm-hmm. I'll share something on LinkedIn with you know 30x the followers and get, you know, maybe 2 3 4000 views. So it's it, it exponentially doesn't, the math doesn't add up. It's different content for different platforms. It is, that's
3: true. Definitely. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although and, I remember people out, sorry. Jen, uh, sorry, Deborah. Uh, no, please. I know we've like totally taken over. Yeah, sorry. sorry we're just going to sit here and chat. <laughs> <laughs> you no, didn't but I, talk, I, did you? I, I do find though that Twitter and LinkedIn, the audience is very similar, except Twitter, I always say it's LinkedIn's living room. Because it's that little bit more laid back. You don't necessarily know that that guy, Peter, is actually the CEO of blah, blah, blah. Right. You just see him as a marathon runner, dad of yeah. four. You know, it doesn't actually say what he does, like LinkedIn. But I, I definitely think it's LinkedIn's living room, especially when it comes to, you know, B2B, um, you know, the demographic. Yeah. I, I just think professional, urban, definitely, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So
1: the power of social, even though we said, you know, find the one that works best for you, you know, really dive deep before branching out, but social really works better when they play together nicely. Right. Yeah. Silence from social
2: media yeah. people. This <laughs> but is but never I think mean, that's thing. a big if and when, <laughs> you know, that, that's a big if and when, I mean, yeah. And, and yeah, no, I mean, as, point.
1: as users though, I, I'm, no, they're never going to play nicely together unless they're like, I'm saying as users, yeah. the best thing you can do is find the ways to use them well together. Yes.
3: Well, okay. I go to Twitter to be entertained, to get the new live news as it happens, to learn, mm-hmm. um, to keep engaged with my community. Uh, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, I use to show and prove that I am the go-to expert. Yeah. in my space but i also do that on twitter um facebook i go to see how my cousin is yeah um but also mostly i go because of the facebook group i go to make sure everybody i i will have to make sure no one in my community is ignored there's nothing more soul destroying than feeling ignored um you know, if some if you, someone tweets to you, I always, like, if you notice, I did a post when, on my 50th birthday in lockdown. I had a balloon and I was standing in the kitchen Aww. and every single person who wished me a happy birthday, I went back to every single one mm-hmm. and, and thanked them. So I know that that's above and beyond and that's not what, you know, it's madness if Gary Vaynerchuk had to do that for someone like, but, <laughs> you know, it was a good few people and I just made sure that I awesome. definitely engaged though because that's mm-hmm. when... People feel special. Um, but TikTok, I go just to mind, bleh, just to kind of, at yeah. the end of the day, I just want to be entertained. I want to see fluffy things. I want to see dogs and cats. And and it's my kind of messing time, you know, where I just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to relax now. So I don't need to use my brain too much, you know. <laughs> and
2: really get the latest
3: Lizzo dance down. Yeah, you know. so So I do use them for different reasons, but definitely Twitter... Yeah is somewhere where I'd learn. And, um, I mean, live streaming Christian, you know, that's, it's so powerful for like the fact that Jennifer commented there during this live, Mm -hmm. you know, and being able to engage and say, Jennifer, we see you. Thanks a million. You know, it's, it's, it's powerful for making people feel welcome and special.
0: And that was good of you on your part to like, to highlight that as well. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, if you're you know, like you put something on social, chance are, here's what people do. They put it on social and then they go and do something else. Right. Mm. And they may go back to it. They may not. Then, you know, it always becomes a, well, okay, where did, I, now I got to go find that post. You know, oh, <laughs> okay. I can't, you know, you spend way too much time trying to find somebody's comment. And that's the one power, that's one powerful thing of live streaming is, yeah. you know, you, if you get somebody, if you are putting out good information and the person watching it, you know, they, they think your information is worth their time, they'll watch. Yeah. And then yeah. if they comment and engage with you, you should engage right back with them. It shouldn't be a, you know, oh, well, let me get back to that. Like at some point, I realize you can't get to everything, but that's where you have a team, for example, or, you know, you have different, you know, that's where you build in your process. You do a live Mm -hmm. stream. And maybe after this, if we had a flood of comments coming in, maybe Deb has to spend, you know, 30 minutes afterwards. And she goes back and she thanks everyone for watching. You know, she might publicly, she might respond to some of those people, you know, and so it helps. And, And again, if you don't respond, it's like not saying we're going to talk about kindness. It's like not saying thank you to somebody. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like oh, well, somebody comes into your store, even if they didn't buy anything, thank yeah. you for coming into your store. <laughs> you know, yeah. Somebody comes yeah. on your live stream and you don't acknowledge them. What are mm-hmm. they going to think? They're going to immediately make a judgment call about that that person and say, well, you know, oh, even though that person gave me good information, oh, they didn't seem very friendly. Hey, yes. uh, I'll go watch someone else's show. Yes, because, hey, they seem to need exactly.
3: To Blab was like that. Blab was like that. And I made judgments on people based on whether they actually acknowledged me when I came into the room or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine
2: Clubhouse is a little bit. I haven't been on Clubhouse in in literally On Twitter spaces. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, I always try and make sure
3: everyone's acknowledged. Everybody. Every single one. Even if I can't pronounce the name. At least I made the effort. Like, you know. But uh, it, it is. It's all about people. And the live streaming. I mean, you know, I, I do think that the fact that you can download the recording, you can chop. Yeah. Out, I mean, it is powerful. I do enjoy it. Now I will talk to you. I use a different one, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, but like, you know, it, it's, it, it is powerful the way you can use it again. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I bookmark my live stream on Twitter. That's what I do. I, I bookmark Sorry. it so that I can go back. Yeah. You got it. to, because yeah. I, I mean, I don't know enough about Twitter, but I know on LinkedIn,
2: I mean, that's, that stuff's gone. I, you, you, can, we use different hashtags to, to try and organize it a little bit, but they, mm. it's not like they have a video, you know, well, they do on company pages, but on personal profiles, you don't have yeah. a company link. And so yeah, yeah you gotta that shit. So, but yeah. yeah, I love that about StreamYard. I mean, you got your live and now you can turn it into a podcast. You can mm-hmm. ch- download the video. You could chop it up for different mm. types of content. You can change. I mean, it's, it, We use Streamline. We 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 like
0: it. And I'll say this: all the little nuggets that Deb's over here sharing in the comments. Yeah. So Deb, not that you're doing this probably, but you could be taking timestamps during Mm -hmm. the stream. Again, there's so much you can squeeze. I always give the example of like squeezing juice. Like you're literally squeezing as much juice as possible out of the live stream. (laughs) Whether that becomes a podcast, a blog post, um, pulling just the snippets, the important points, you know, and then that gives you social content. So that's and that's social proof. Again, you know, you have. Tons of comments from Vivica and Samantha. For example, you know, you all have been sharing some great information, and that's, you know, that's immediate social content that could be pushed Mm. out. So now Deb doesn't have to try and come up with everything. Yeah. She has all these nuggets that her guests have shared. Because again, it's about Mm. networking, bringing on the right guests. And now she's got all this great information to be able to share. So,
2: and I just love the whole, oh, yeah. Good job, Deb. (laughs) <laughs> but, but I love, and and I mean, there was no better time to jump into live streaming than during COVID. Mm-hmm. I, and again, you know, focused on salespeople for the past five years. Hello, the, the only way in many cases people could engage was, you know, via Zoom. And it was just such a lost opportunity. I think there were a few of our clients who took on live streaming over this time and they are freaking rock stars in their industry now, you know, and, and it's just because there you are, there's a real person and I can see you and I can hear you. And mm. I think I've smell vision cause you know, deodorant. And- I'm waiting
0: for that to come out.
2: By the way. <laughs> but right. But it was, it was, it, and it continues to be such a great way to get real people out there, but they don't have. It doesn't have to be us. It doesn't have to be freaking experts in our industry in 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 social media you can be an expert in your own industry
3: yeah and that's what it's about it's about showing that you are the go-to expert in that industry because now straight away if someone says i need someone linkedin and straight away i think of you straight away is there anyone that could show me or live streaming you know should i use this one or this one i should talk to christian you know
0: and that the other thing i think people have to realize is that you know there's not a person knows everything, you know, right, every, everybody's right. going to bring oh, a different God. approach to things. So yeah. for example, you're both of your, you know, LinkedIn and Twitter, for example, you know, and there are going to be other people out there that, you know, they're going to, they're going to be TikTok users. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. They're going to be able to teach TikTok strategy, for example. And yeah. so, you know, there's not going to be something that's, well, they're really good at TikTok and LinkedIn and Twitter and right. you know, Facebook and this and this and this. Yeah. And you also like, it helps again, it's all about the networking. It helps you. Yeah. Yeah. If, for example, if you know, you see that like Vivica, she's on, she's participating in things. She's engaging with things. She's sharing great information. People are going to want to connect with her, you know? And so it's going to help you. Know, it's going to actually help make everyone's work a lot easier as well. Nobody has to toot their own horn basically the whole time. So, yeah.
3: And it's always nicer when someone else says that great, you are uh, rather than me saying how great I am or whatever, yeah. but like definitely, you know, for my webinars, for my network as well. I mean, I will find an expert in any topic and like, they're like, how do you do that? I'm like, it's just from mostly from blab days, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowing who, who the right people were and what exactly yeah. expertise they have. And like, t- I know TikTok experts from Clubhouse yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I have my favorites. So I'm going to ask them first because I give yeah. them the opportunity to get in front of my audience. So yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's all networking. Mm-hmm. It's all about people. It really is. Unfortunately for me,
1: goals... It goes over everything. So for the Gold Chat Live, I theme up every month, but then I bring in mm-hmm. and I bring in friends. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. maybe one or two people over the last two years, because I started my live show. This this was my COVID project. I mm-hmm. do the uh, Gold Chat Twitter chat on Sunday nights. And so Gold Chat Live, I bring in friends to dive deep into the, a topic. And then it magically mm-hmm. becomes an episode of the Depth Show podcast which comes out on Thursday, and I put in the link before, but if you go to thedebmethod.com slash blog, uh, the reason, the other reason I, I call out all the brilliant things you say is that goes into the blog post that I create from this. So, yes, yeah, one piece of content, a little bit of everywhere. What was my point? My point is goals cover everything, and you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. So I get to bring in my people who need each other but also to meet everybody else's community. So, Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, that's what it goes back to what we're talking about. Be kind, be helpful and see and engage because Mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to like talk up against a brick wall if you were in person or, and I know Viv and I've had this conversation several times over the years. There's so much power in reaching out and saying, hi, how are you to someone? That's it. Mm -hmm. You're not Mm -hmm. pitching yourself. You are literally checking in. And we have all the tools in the world to check in. See, I had to get in all my words at once
2: (laughs) because otherwise, (laughs) but I want to I want to give I want to give Deb a shout out too about goals. And I've um, I love that you just said that because I've got, you know, I've got work. There's no such thing, first of all, as work-life balance, but we can we can move towards it. And so there are things that I do every day to get a little bit more balance in my life. And one of them is peopling. And so I literally did I people today, like, because I'm an introvert and I'm actually fine living in my basement, but, um, but, but that's not good for business and it's really not good for my mental health. So, so, so I people every day. So this is working for towards today's peopling and it has to be something other than a client because I always have to people, yeah. a client. but it yeah. has to be someone other than a client. So it has to be a friend or just, but I have to people in some way, shape or form at least once a day.
3: That's lovely, and you know, um, it says on my bio, "nice people collector." Yeah, on purpose on yeah, Twitter, yeah. like, and it I has "nice it. people collector," and everyone comments on it. But do you know what I attract? Nice people. Nice people. <laughs> I, don't I attract know. funny idiots. It's great. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my
1: goodness, I love that. So, so, do you, so, Christian, do you have something that applies in that realm?
0: Um. Let me throw this back. let me let me let someone else take that one for right now I'll come back on that okay
1: okay well why don't we do this because we we've talked almost an hour yes yeah, sure. I know the time flies it's amazing but that's what happens right when you get into exactly. a good conversation with good people and good people collectors um, what I would love from each of you is to please share a goal to gift to our audience so, whether they're watching live or the replay or listening or looking through the blog post, you know, a little bit of content everywhere. What is one thing that they could do today, tonight, tomorrow, to really amp up their, their visibility, their, to stand out, to help, help people get to know who they are. Uh, Viv, do you want to start? <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> so
2: one of the things i um, just repeating what both Sam and Christian said earlier is you got to reach out to the people who reach out to you. So, you know, on LinkedIn, even if you don't connect to them, there's a way to message everybody who not automate it, but there's a way to message everyone who invites you to connect and, and you know, or comments on your content or whatever. Um, So we actually developed an auto text expansion tool on steroids to help with that. It's not automation. You still have to manually figure out what message you're going to do and and click in those little short codes. Um, But what I love about our particular um, platform, which is called Fly Message, which we'll share the link in comments, it's a Chrome extension, so you know anyone can use it. It's free, so anyone can use it. But we actually have templates in there that you can either use those to build off of or create your own templates. That's fine. But you can create responses to the different types of audiences that you have. Because I have people who see me at conferences. I have my clients, I have our learners, I have people who saw me today, you know, so um I have people who just reached out for whatever, and we're never going to connect ever, but I can still send you a nice message. And by crafting all those messages ahead of time, it allows me to keep up, you know, or say thank you, you know, when it's a birthday, right? You know, thanks. I can have a couple different birthday responses. So it doesn't look like I'm going, thanks. <laughs> enter thanks enter thanks enter like there's ways that you can that you can make yourself more productive in your in your engagement on all the social so anyway that's all to say my goal for this group is go check out fly message um it's like i said chrome extension and start playing around with it and then utilize it to create more quality qualified conversations with your connections on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and all of the good
0: socials. So I used similar tools, by the way, like that, and I've been using them for years, and they save so much time. By the way, if you have a Mac, some of that stuff is built into the Mac. By the way,
2: yeah, yeah, and but ours so, is way better.
0: Yeah. No, no, I'm sure. Yep. No, no, <laughs> it's it's it getting used to people it is know, It's
2: awesome. Yeah, I'm a Mac person too. Yeah, no, and that's why we did it. And honestly, we we were using our competition, but. Yeah. We'd create these workbooks and then we'd have them Mm -hmm. customize the workbook and then copy and paste the workbook in. And then we're like, well, why don't we just do it all in one place? So, but yeah, it's it's so so much time you can save. My gosh, I
0: can't recommend those enough. And I love the fact that you know you can. uh, I think yours probably has it where you can. Can you see how much time you save? Yes,
2: yes. In fact, we're we're yeah, exactly. And
0: you would think like, oh well, I'm just typing this, you know, one word or this little, you know, my email signature or something like that. It's like, no, it saves you a ton of time.
2: Our address, I have no freaking idea. Our home office is in Walnut Creek. I don't know what our address... And every time I go to our website to look up our actual address, that's like two or three minutes. Now I just do then add. mm -hmm. And
0: you can use that for writing email responses. You can use it for writing blog posts, for example. Bios,
2: blog posts.
0: Descriptions, uh, live... Speaking of... so. Can I take the next, uh, you know, yeah. what would my, I guess my gift would be uh, yeah. like, you can use the same thing. For example, you could use that tool for live stream descriptions, you know, leave in like, here's the blurb and you know, you know what you need to replace or you leave yourself a placeholder to replace. Um, so I think my, my gift would be uh, two things actually. One would be uh, if you've never done live streaming, start doing it like practice, mm-hmm. you know, if you like, you don't have to go, like, you don't have to go live on a channel and let people see it. You can go live to a private you know, a private uh, Facebook group, uh, a dummy Facebook page that you've created. And big deal, what's it going to be? Oh, hey, I'm testing if this is live. Everyone who's ever started doing this has done the same thing. So don't be afraid to do that. It's going to, you know, the hardest part is that first step. And then once you start taking that first step, you have to build the momentum. And you build the momentum by then doing it more and more and more. Um, I'll give you a great example here. So um, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, he wanted to get better at telling jokes. And how did he do that? He wrote a joke a day and he basically, I think he had a calendar and he would put an X and he never wanted to break the chain. And so it's the same thing. If you want to get better at something, you, you don't have to, doesn't mean, Oh, I have to spend eight hours a day doing it. I just need to I, like start by putting in, you know, Hey, 20 minutes a day, Yeah. you know, get used to doing it and you'll get a lot more comfortable with it. You yes. know? And again, if you have any questions yeah. with streaming more than happy to answer them, you know, it doesn't really matter what platform you use, but I, I obviously prefer you use Streamyard, but I, I can answer pretty much any of your questions that you have um, to help you, you know, get over whatever that hurdle is. Even if it's that initial hurdle, um, I want you to start doing it because there's so much value out there. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about earlier, there's a lot that you can repurpose out of it as well. Yeah. So it's not just oh, I did a live stream and now I got to go, you know, turn it into an audio and I got to do this and I got to do this. No, it's a system. You set it up. You put the one item in, and it's it's not really it's not automated, but it's a system to where I know the things I need to spit out out of it. And it becomes a process. And the second thing I would, my second gift would be, if you are currently doing live streaming, make sure you spend time looking at your analytics. So go into, if you're streaming to YouTube Live, go into your analytics every single month and look at your YouTube analytics and see, you know, how uh, how engaging were the chats. You can see when people drop off during your chat and when they stop commenting. And so, for example, we talk about you know how much time you put into social. If you're putting a lot of time into your streaming, like, let's say you're streaming for like four hours and you're like, well, why is it not growing? Let's look at the analytics. Maybe it doesn't need to be four hours. Maybe we need to scale it back to two hours or maybe we need to go back to one hour. And the thing is, don't expect to make that jump from four to one hour. It's going to take a little bit of time. Go from four down to maybe three and then do more of it and then say, okay, you know what? I'm going to get down to two and then eventually get it down to one. And then look at your analytics and your analytics are going to, you're, you're going to see when people stop watching your stream and that's going to be extra time that you can put into other areas yeah. so you're being more efficient with your time.
2: Amen. We went from a weekly hour to like, I think we're like a half hour. Maybe we'll stretch it to 45 minutes, but yeah, because yeah, people were just 15, 20 minutes. They're like, okay, that's enough LinkedIn.
0: And you'd be surprised. <laughs> you would be surprised at how much, if you really focus on, you know, we're going to talk about Blab my streams on blab used to be three, four hours when I started. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? I'm not get- I'm like, Oh, great. I'll sit here and talk with somebody. But I'm like, oh, I'm not getting value out of this. Yeah. So what I want to do is I need to scale it back. And how did I do that? I put together, we were talking over here in the chat about scripts and things like that. I put together, you know, a run of show. And then I started to say, okay, instead of having 10 topics each week, let's scale it back. Let's only cover, you know, these main topics and these other things, you know, they're minor. You know, and so that way you're putting the most value into what you're doing and you're, you know, able to focus on the amount of time as well. So, yeah,
1: love that. Awesome. So if you're not streaming stream, if you are streaming, look at your analytics, see what you need to do to put together a better show. Let it evolve. Let it be better. Use your time better.
0: By the way, Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you about Clubhouse. Yes, it's easy. It's very easy if you don't have boundaries set up to let things just, you know, run. And the yeah. thing is, I mean, heck, I even have a I even have a big clock that I put yeah. over here next to my seriously next to my desk so that, you know, and I start my show and I say, OK, you know, what? I have this much time and I can easily just glance over it, uh, glance over at it and get an idea of, you know, hey, am I on track? And the more you do this, the more consistent you're going to get and the more you're going to be yeah. able to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Awesome. And so, Sam, what goal would you like to give to share?
3: Well, I think after, if you if you watch this live stream, if you've enjoyed this, reach out and just say hi uh, on Twitter, uh, tag tweeting goddess, and I will introduce you to my audience. So just say hi, tweeting goddess. I saw you on Deborah's, you know, tag Deborah and just say, you know, I, I'd love to connect with X, Y, and Z, and I will do a tweet out to my followers and just tell them to welcome you to Twitter and that should kickstart you off so that's your goal for this week uh but also just a simple one it's a it's a quote I love don't take criticism from someone you would never go to for advice so I love that quote oh oh, yeah awesome yeah so just keep it in mind you know because I had a tough I had a tough night on Friday night, even though I should have won an award. I didn't win the award and I'm still sulking, you know, but even though I didn't and I knew I had to. I was going to win it, but I didn't win it. But anyway, you know, but sometimes you have to see that maybe you're you're not in the right place and they just don't appreciate because they don't understand what you do. So, you know, there are good people. Hang out with the people who get you and what you're doing. And um, yeah, uh, just reach out on Twitter and just keep engaging. And um, and you will get there.
0: And so I want to add one thing to that. And I think it's super important. You know, it's about developing a thick skin,
3: mm. you know, and
0: we talk about networking. We talk about community and why it's so important. You yeah. know, for example, if you, you know, if you start doing streaming and I'm sure mm-hmm. you get this on clubhouse and Twitter spaces as well, you're going to get a lot of trolls. You're going to get a lot of people oh, that you are, know. you know, they're going to try to throw you off your game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing you need to focus. It comes back to focusing on what you, what your goal is. And, you know, if you're very focused on your goal, and what path mm-hmm. you're on, your community will come to your aid yes. and help you. you yeah, so you don't have to deal with yes. all the people you that are spamming have- you in the thing. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. in the comments. So,
2: yeah, I love that. My my friend Andrea Waltz wrote a book, Go for No, and it's it's yeah, to, especially sales. Right, you got to have that thick skin. But I love what you said, Christian. I mean, trolls always out. I mean, they leave a trail of slime behind them, and everyone can see because it's social. Everyone can see that slime, and it's like
3: no, nah. yeah. 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 It's, it, no, it's important. It comes back to being kind and stuff. You know what I mean? I just don't, ha- I don't, I wouldn't hang out with people like that in real life. So no, I to hang out wouldn't... with them on social media. Yeah. So. yeah. But it is good. There are lots of good people out there. I'd You're say 96% right. of people are good. It's just yeah. to get the odd one, the odd idiot, like, yeah. you know. But uh, it's been lovely um, hanging out with you guys. I've really enjoyed it.
0: It has, yes. Yeah, we'll have to do this think... again. Hopefully, we can do this again. So. Well,
3: I loved
1: having you all on here. But please tell people where they can find you. Uh, Sam.
3: Uh, tweeting Goddess everywhere. <laughs> tweeting Goddess uh, on Twitter, tweetinggoddess.com, and then the women's inspire network dot uh, com as yeah, well. If any women are interested. Yeah. That's and on. yeah. yeah and and this
1: will all be this will all be on the show notes, the.method.com method.com slash blog. And I'm at the dev method everywhere for your tweeting purposes. Viv, where can people find you? Yeah, just
2: Google LinkedIn expert and you'll see me. And, um,
1: <laughs> thanks Google. Easy, thanks, easy. And what about you, Christian?
0: Um, I'd say if you want to learn, if you want to check out, you know, if questions about live streaming, uh, just go to launch your dot live forward slash podcast. Uh, that'll get you to my uh, podcast and and check that out. Uh, if it's all about social media, just go to socialchefs.com slash blog and you can check out some of our past episodes we've done. So,
2: Social Chefs has got great stuff.
0: Thanks. Man,
2: man. I think you've been a guest Thanks.
0: a few times, actually. Yeah. I think. So, I got to have Sam on as well sometimes. So,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, thank you all again for this wonderful conversation, giving people the tools to go for it and be seen so they can keep making their mark. On the world. Thank you again, Christian Hey, Samantha Galli, Vivica Von Rosen. And if you're tuning in, thank you for choosing yourself and your goals and doing what you need to do to level up to create the life you want. Um, any final thoughts? Final thought, Viv, final thought, Sam, final thought, Christian, and then we'll get out of here.
2: Viv? No, I just- Say, thanks for modeling, um, you know, being a, a, a giver in a giving community, being a go-giver, speaking of Bob Berg. I mean, you really, you you model that beautifully and, uh, mm. you know, you, you offer so much value to your different audiences and uh, it's very nice of you.
3: Yeah, and it's not easy. That's hard. No. You no. Know? That's hard work. I, I can just imagine you after this going back over everything. You know, it, this takes hard work, folks. It doesn't happen overnight. But when it does start coming together uh, and when you surround yourself with the right people, I don't mean the right people as in the rich people or the people. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the right people the who right genuinely people. want you to succeed and do well um, and do like sharing their knowledge and stuff. And um, you'll you'll, you'll, you'll you're, go with your gut and um, just yeah. go for it. Yeah, And I think
0: the other piece of advice I think I'd share is, you know, if, if you're already stressed and you already feel like you're doing too much, chances are you probably are Mm. and don't, don't. And I'm, I mean, I'm going to speak from experience. Like don't be afraid to drop something, Yeah, you know, drop, like we talked about social media channels, drop something, Mm -hmm. you know, basically empty the, empty the plate and then Mm -hmm. pick it back up and say, okay, you know what, Mm -hmm. Uh, let me like see how you feel first of all, and then start to pick some things back up, but you don't have to pick everything up at once pick mm. one thing up, get good at it. And then again, add a couple more things, but don't go back to like, Oh, I'm so overwhelmed that I can't yeah. do all of this. Mm. Get good at one thing. And I, I guarantee you when you empty that tray and you start to put a couple things on there, you're going to feel a lot mm. more empowered and you're going to actually start to see that success and you're going to feel even better. I think so. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Wonderful thought.
1: I thank you all for, for being here and for your kind words and for sharing your joy for what you do, your expertise with my community. I love nothing better than a good conversation and this has been a wonderful conversation. So thank you again, Sam, Christian, and Finn. Thank you. And everyone, you, you know what to do. Go on out there and go for it. And you know, you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Deb Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn. Follow at the Deb Method on social media and check out TheDevMethod.com. Best of luck with your goals. And remember, you can do it.
0: This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit MarketingPodcasts.net.